Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Odds On Podcast, your home of football and sports betting. My name's Dan Tracy and for the next 45 minutes I'm joined by two top guests as we dissect all the numbers, look for the value and find those long shots before this weekend's football action. As I say, it's not just me on the show today, so before we start waxing lyrical about wagers, let's get the introductions out of the way. First up, I'm joined by Sam Tizzle. Sam, it's a pleasure to have you on the show and I hope all is well. Thanks so much, Dan. Absolutely buzzing for the Champions League, obviously, tonight. Uh, I think the bookies might have got a slightly short at one to two to beat Dortmund. Obviously, we're going up against the German giant there with a lot of pedigree in this competition. But do you know what? After the way we played against PSG, I can kind of get why the bookies have done it. But yeah, just generally excited for the Champions League this evening. And yeah, enjoying, just enjoying the season so far. Newcastle are really starting to come into the round. Glad to hear. And also, last but certainly not least, is Jamie Brown. Jamie, how are you feeling after the extended weekend's football? <laughs> yeah, very good. And, and very much like Sam, very pleased with my team at the moment. Very excited to watch them, of course. Tottenham um, getting another win on the board. It was another good performance as well. And as you said, you know, kind of moves us top of the table, which, uh, look, obviously it is only early on in the season. But I think the signs are there. Very good at the moment for, for Spurs. So, yeah, obviously... Quick turnaround for Spurs. We're again in action on, on Friday evening. So really looking forward to that. Um, and then obviously all the other Premier League action as well. Obviously you've got a big Manchester derby to look forward to as well. So yeah, some some really good football to talk about today. Glad to hear that's all the intros out the way. So let's get down to business. And of course, before we start, wherever you bet, check first with freebets.com, your best place for offers, tips and insights. Okay, where should we start first? Let's go to Thursday night European action as Brighton will host the Ajax of the Europa League. Sam, Ajax have had a nightmare start in the Eredivisie. Can the Seagulls pick up a home win odds of 1-3? to three? Yeah, I mean, who would have ever thought that you'd see Brighton at 1-3 to three to beat Ajax? Um, absolutely crazy scenes what's going on there. I mean, there's a couple of... T- I mean, I don't know if you've watched what's going on in, in France as well. Obviously, Leon bottom of the league. It's just madness to see two sort of European big teams like that struggling so much at this stage of the season. Obviously, Ajax have made some changes. Uh, Brighton themselves have had some struggles as well recently, but I do think, unfortunately, for Ajax, this one was, is going to be a Brighton win here. Uh, Ajax just got so much stuff going on. As much as we're saying Brighton have had a dip in form, Brighton has still performed very well, still doing very well in the league. Uh, and at home here, I think they're just going to be too strong for um, for Ajax. Um but yeah, absolutely crazy to see them down in, is it 17th of the league or something? They're one of place off the bottom, aren't they? Uh, five points after seven games. So yeah, absolutely mental to see what's going on there. Then again, Jamie, Ajax have recently sacked their manager. So there could be something of a lift before Thursday, a bit of interim manager bounce. So they've drawn their first two group games. Could a share of the points, odds of five to one, be of interest to you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, I think it's just tricky to see that at the moment. Obviously, you know, we have seen them draw their opening two games and maybe some good results. Obviously, they did go down to 10 minutes against Marseille, but managed to still get a point there. I think going away to Athens as well and getting a point was a good result. But I think going to Brighton and, and just the way, obviously, Brighton, it has been a mixed start to the season, but they still are a very good team. And I think they will be strong enough here to, to kind of get the win. Um, I think this is a really pivotal game for them, though, um, for Brighton. I think it's a must-win, really. Um, I think the other two teams are going to be the other ones vying for, for those qualification spots. So I think here at home to Ajax, they have to get the win. And 
I just think, you know, the way that Ajax have been playing, as we mentioned, 17th in the Eredivisie at the moment, just sacked the manager as well. So I think this is one where they're going to have to, you know, to try and get, you know, they have to go for the win. And uh, I think they should be strong enough to get it. As I said, Ajax is really poor at the moment. It's four straight defeats in the league for them at the moment. Said sat, sat second to bottom at the moment. So, yeah, really, really difficult for them at the moment. So I think, you know, you can see why Brighton are kind of clear favourites this one, despite maybe their mixed form. Uh, I just think they'll be too good and uh, Brighton will get the win here. OK, also of interest will be Liverpool's home clash with Toulouse. So Sam, the Merseyside men won 2-0 in the Premier League on Saturday. How would a 2-0 home win look to you? Odds of 7-1? to Yeah, do you know what? I actually fancy a bigger scoreline with this one. Um, Toulouse are currently mid-table uh, in France from their nine games have taken 11 points. Obviously, League 4, we've got to take into consideration a little bit so you can see how they're top performing this season. As we know, Liverpool, they've um, won both their opening games in the group stages here. So they'll be looking to get the job done. And obviously, Liverpool doing well in the, in the league domestically as well, taking 20 points so far. Um, I think I think Liverpool are going to be too strong. I think the fact that they've won their opening two games, I think Jurgen Klopp will be looking to wrap this up quite early this group stage. So we can start affording to maybe rest players and play a few sort of fringe players and get them integrated as well a bit uh, and sort of get them just freshen things up a bit. So I'm thinking here, go strong, um, looking to sort of get the job done. I could see I could see maybe three or four Liverpool goals at Anfield this weekend. So I'd maybe be going for something a little bit bigger. Well, Jamie, you can look at it from a goal point of view. The line is over or under 3.5, both priced at 10 to 11. Sam's gone big. What side of the fence will you be sitting on? Yeah, interesting. Because I'm, I, I think it, I'm going to go for under 3.5 here. I think that the Reds will want to save themselves the weekend. I think that they might look to maybe, um, you know, uh, produce a bit of rotation for this one. And I think we'll see some maybe some fringe players come in. Um, and I think it'll be just a case of just about getting the job done. Um, obviously, we saw them win two 0 in, the, in their last outing as well. They've scored twice in each of the last three as well, Liverpool. So I'm kind of expecting another game where maybe it's a two 0 win for them or, or something like that. Uh, Toulouse as well, quite interesting. They've, uh, you know, they've only conceded. You know, they, they've been quite good defensively so far this season as well. So I think they'll kind of keep this as a low-scoring one. But Liverpool still firmly expect them to come out on top. So a Liverpool win under three point five at seven to five is, is my pick. Okay. Also in action are West Ham. They travelled to Greece to face Olympiakos. West Ham were beaten four-one at the hands of Aston Villa last weekend. Sam could an away win and both teams to score at three to one be the way forward here. Yeah, do you know what? I think it's a good price. Um, I think the way West Ham are going in the league, obviously, at the moment, shows you they're doing well. And obviously in Europe as well, they're doing very well. Won both of their opening two games uh, against uh, Baco Tupola and Freiburg. Olympiacos themselves are struggling a little bit, I'd say. Uh, they've only taken one point from their opening two games in that draw against Baco Tupola. So I think, to be honest with you, West Ham are where I'd be going with it. And if you look at West Ham as well, they are going to have vulnerable moments tonight. Sorry, sorry, on Thursday in Greece. Olympiacos, I mean, Greece is never an easy place to go. They make it very, very intimidating for their opponents. Uh, and Olympiacos, have got a lot of pedigree in this competition as well. But I do just think at the moment, the English sides are so strong in Europe um, that, yeah, I, I, I fancy this against most clubs, to be honest with you, that seem to be getting drawn against at this stage. So, yeah, for me, I'd be going for West Ham to win a boat in Scott Breed's well. I think it's a great price. I did a preview for the website, actually, and I went for the draw on both teams to score because Olympiacos yeah. are very strong at home. They've only lost once since April. So that's my kind of logic, but I can't see West Ham losing. So they'll get something, and if they do win, they'll be eight points to Olympiacos already and pretty much 
with her foot in the round of 16 before November's even come around. But Jamie, if you're looking at this game from an anytime goal scorer point of view, which player takes your fancy? Yeah, well, look, as we said, I think Olympiacos, you know, especially at home, are going to be tricky. Um, and obviously, they haven't made the best start to, to the campaign so far. Um, so for that reason, I think the West Ham will go strong with, with their lineup. So I'm going to pick the guy who's who's been in massive form this season, Jared Bowen. Um, he's 15-8 to 8 to score any time. Obviously, as I said, been in incredible form this season. Six goals in nine league appearances so far. Um, he started against Freiburg in in, in, the, in their previous outing as well. And I just think the way that he's playing, I think he's very much good for a goal. So 15, 15 to 8 for Jared Bowen to score any time uh, is my pick here. Now, Rangers are also in action in the Europa League. They travel to Sparta Prague. Sam, they found some new manager bounce under Philip Clement last weekend. Can they continue with an away win at odds of 14 to 5? Yeah, I mean, this is such a bizarre group, isn't it? All teams completely tied in the group, all on three points, all have a zero goal difference. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I think for Rangers, I, think, I reckon Sparta might just have a little bit too much in this one. Another place where it's going to be a very difficult environment to go to. Uh, and Sparta are just absolutely flying in the Czech League at the moment, currently topping it. Uh, 10 wins and two draws from their 12 games there. And they've won all the home games as well. So that tells you just sort of the test that Rangers are about to find themselves uh, coming up against. I think, unfortunately, it might just be a bit too soon for Philip Clement to sort of um, galvanise his team and get get a result in time for. So, I think, yeah, I think maybe checks, the checks say I'd be going for Sparta Prague. Now, Jamie, there's also Scottish interest in the Europa Conference League as Aberdeen play host to Pauk Salonika. The visitors dumped hearts out in the qualifying round, but will the Dons restore Scottish pride with a home win at odds of 12-5? to 5? Yeah, don't, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a tricky clash for, for Aberdeen here. Um, Pauk, they've made a great start to the campaign so far. They've got six points from a possible six as well. Even defeated Frankfurt in their last game as well. So uh, I think this is going to be a really tough one for Aberdeen. You know, as I said, Pauk's at top of the group at the moment. Uh, real potential to kind of wrap up qualification already for them. And um, yeah, I think they should, should be too good for, for Aberdeen here. So yeah, I, th I think a Pauk win is, is definitely the way to go. Also in the Europa Conference League, there is Aston Villa stripped to AZ Alkmaar. Sam is a good starting point, backing both teams to score, odds of 8-13. to 13. Yeah, I expect this to be a great game. And I, yeah, I'd have to go with both teams to score, if I'm completely honest. Both teams doing really well in the league. AZ currently sits in second. Obviously, we mentioned that Ajax are struggling. Uh, we've seen AZ beat Ajax 2-1 recently. Um, AZ are keeping things really tight in the league, to be fair, though. They've only conceded four goals from the nine games, but I don't think they've actually faced a side that are as potent as Aston Villa yet this season. Uh, the Villains have scored 23 goals in their nine league games and AZ have scored 25 goals in theirs. So, you know, there's two really high-scoring teams here, uh, which makes me suggest, yeah, for me, that suggests that it will, we'll find ourselves with a both team to score bet. OK, Jamie, if you were to offer up a result and goal combo bet for this match, what can you offer the listeners? Yeah, I mean, look, this this group's very finely poised at the moment, Group E. I think all teams are kind of level on three points after two matches. So I think you and I, Marie's going to want to field a strong team here. And uh, I think Villa are going to go big. I think they're going to put some of the big guns out as well. So, you know, like so Watkins, Diabe, uh, Bailey as well. Obviously, Douglas Louise in, in fantastic goal-scoring form as well. So, yeah, I think Villa ha should have lots of goals in them. Um, I, I think AZ can, can certainly kind of 
can contribute to this match as well. So, yeah, I think this will be one where Villa should be too strong here, um, but I do think there'll be plenty of goals. So over 2.5 goals, uh, a Villa win at 9-4 to is, is my pick. Right, that's our European roundup done for this week. Now we're going to go bet building once again, and this means we're off to Molyneux as Wolves for host to Newcastle. Sam, as always, I'd like an anytime goal scorer from you, please. Yeah, so I'll be going, to go, I'll be going with Newcastle's Callum Wilson. Um, I mean, I, the reason I'm going for this is because I believe that Eddie Howe might go with Isak tonight in the Champions League to start, uh, which usually kind of rotates it on Champions League nights. So. You'll see Isak start tonight probably and then Callum Wilson at the weekend is how I imagine it sort of panning out. Um, so, yeah, with that in mind, Callum Wilson's got five goals already this season. Uh, and a lot of those have been operating from the bench. With him starting this weekend, I think he's got a, a better chance, obviously, scoring as well. Uh, the goals to minutes for both of our strikers is really good. I think it's actually the best in the league this season or in 2023. So, for both of them, they were the top two above even Haaland, which surprised me. Um so, yeah, I'll be back in Callum Wilson. Fantastic. And Jamie, I'd like the over-under on the goals, please. Yeah, I'm going to go for under 2.5 goals here. I think that Wolves are going to make this very tricky for Newcastle. Here we, of course, saw Gary O'Neill on, on Monday Night Football um, doing some great analysis. And I think he just looks like a, a really good coach. Obviously, someone that did very well in his, his previous job at Bournemouth. And, um, yeah, look, made a really good start to life at Wolves. Obviously, some of their recent results have been really good. They obviously beat Manchester City, which was an unbelievable result. They got a draw against Aston Villa. Obviously, one away at Bournemouth as well. So, yeah, and obviously that's just their last three results. So, they've you know been really good at the moment, Wolves. So, I think they're going to make this tricky for Newcastle. I know, obviously, Newcastle are the top scorers in the division and, and, and flying at the moment. But, as I said, I just think Wolves look good at the moment. Newcastle as well, it's worth noting that they are in European action. Obviously, on the night we're recording this. So, you know, that might add a bit of fatigue to their, le- their legs here. Obviously, at Molyneux as well. So, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a tight one. Uh, and I'm going to go for under 2.5 goals. OK, I'm going to lean into that because I reckon it will be a draw. And the reason for this is I'm going to go for a Wolves goal scorer, that being He Chang Huang. Now, the South Korean has built a neat partnership with Pedro Neto, and I can see this pipeline producing a goal at the expense of Newcastle. Huang has already scored five goals this season. I'm marking him down to reach the half dozen, odds of 4-1. to one. OK, then, just to recap our three picks, Sam has gone for Callum Wilson to score any time. Jamie's gone for under 2.5 goals. And I've gone for He Chi Huang to score any time, which, in effect, is a one-all draw. But this one is a big one, and I mean a big one. It's £10 on the betting slip, odds of 95 to 1. That's £960 in your back pocket. You might need a backpack for that if you win. I hope it gets over the line for you. I hope it gets over the line for us. But let's have a quick chat about the game itself now. And Sam, Wolves are starting to build up a head of steam under Gary O'Neill. Eight points in the last 12 on offer. As a Magpies fan, does that have you concerned before the weekend? Yeah, definitely. And obviously, I think we're all on the same sort of page here. We fancy a draw in this one. Uh, it's a difficult game, this one. Wolves obviously gave Villa and City very good games. Obviously, taking four points from them games, beating the champions, and then obviously getting the draw against the local rivals as well. So, yeah, a good three points against Bournemouth as well last week. So, they're coming to this match in the back of some really good form and obviously like Jamie's mentioned just a second ago we've got a difficult Champions League game to contend with which you know might be taking priority at this moment in time you'd have to say obviously given our position in the group um, so yeah I'm not expecting this to be a walkover by any means I mean I was looking at it I was going do you know what we've still got I'm still looking ahead to the weekend I, I still think we've got a chance of beating them but 
my sensible head is telling me, yeah, do you know what, a draw, you'd be happy with that. So, yeah, I think I can see, see it being a difficult game for us. Then again, Jamie, Newcastle have managed to earn 13 points from the last 15 on offer, and they are going to mm. arrive in Molyneux with their tails up. But as you referenced earlier about European potential fatigue, is that a factor that you put into the game? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I do think that Newcastle have definitely have enough quality to come and win here. But yeah, I mean, look, they just arrive at Molyneux. They're probably the one time you don't want to, to be coming here because they just look so good at the moment. Wolves, obviously, you know, I mentioned some of their big results they got recently. Obviously, that big one was that City win. And then obviously getting a draw against Villa, a team who are flying as well at the moment. So they just look really good at the moment, Wolves. Um I think as well, it's worth noting Newcastle's away form as well. Obviously, you know, just one win on their, on their travels. They've lost twice as well in, in those four games. So it's it's not been great on the away from home for Newcastle as well. And as we mentioned, you know, going to Molyneux at the moment, definitely the time you don't want to be doing that. So, uh, yeah, I think there is definitely potential for, for a draw. But look, it wouldn't surprise me if Newcastle were just about to come out on top. But... I think if they are to do it, I think it's going to be a really hard-fought hard game for them. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this could be a really interesting game to watch, to be fair. OK, Sam, if you're looking at the game from a half-time, full-time point of view, how do you see this one panning out? Yes, I think, obviously, we mentioned that we're all going for the draw at the full-time, so it's obviously the half-time we've got to sort of pick out. I think it'll be Wolves that will come out of the blocks the quickest. So, yeah, I'll be going for Wolves half-time and draw full-time, which is 16-1, to 1, so that's big odds as well. It is a very tempting price, especially when we've kind of added our logic. So that might be worth a lot of consideration. Jamie, something else that could be worth consideration is a Pedro Neto assist. I asked you about one at Bournemouth last weekend. He certainly delivered there. I don't have a price to hand yet, but would you be backing his creative streak to continue at the weekend? Mm, yeah, I mean, look, the, the one thing to note maybe about Newcastle and, and maybe why they will keep the scoring low as well and m maybe why they might just edge this is because, you know, they've kept four clean sheets in the last five as well. So I think that could be an important factor. Um, I, For me personally, I do actually think that, that Newcastle will just about win this. Um, my kind of initial thoughts that it was going to be maybe a win to nil for them, maybe a 2-0 win or so. And it's just kind of comes that down to the fact that, as I said, they've got, kept four clean sheets in the last five, look really good. So... That's maybe the way I might go. I know, obviously, you guys are back in the draw, but I, I just think that Newcastle, regardless of how good Wolves are playing, regardless of how good they have been at Molyneux, I think Newcastle might just edge this, and I think they might do it to nil. Um, so th that's maybe my logic here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, you could obviously... I think Neto is in great form. Obviously, it's now six assists in the league. He's having a great season. But, uh, yeah, I just think it's worth noting that uh, Newcastle's defence has been really good recently. So, yeah, that's definitely worth keeping in mind. Yeah, you make a great point about Neto's number of assists, that being six. That's also the same as Kieran Trippier. So, they're joint top in terms of the assists at the moment. So, who knows? They might create the goals that we need for our bet builder and then we're all in the money. But, anyway, I digress. It's time for our long shot hacker now. We go anywhere in the world on the hunt for odds between 2-1 to one and 5-1. to one. Sam, you're up first this week. What have you got for me? Yeah, so it's obviously the big game of the weekend. It's the Manchester derby. I'm looking at this. I'm going for Manchester City to win and both teams to score. So the last four encounters between the sides has seen both teams getting on the score sheet and three of them four encounters have seen Manchester City as the winning side. I fancy it as well. The way it's going this season, Man United don't look good at all they were looking to get the, I think they got away with one last night obviously uh, in the Champions League Man City obviously we had them a couple of defeats but that was obviously when Rodri was out Rodri's back now I can see Manchester City winning this one 
But I do think United at home will fancy themselves to get a goal at least. So, yeah, I think that's a good one for me. 23 to 10, Man City win and both teams to score. Lovely stuff. Jamie, what have you got up your sleeve? Yeah, I'm going to go to Italy for my pick and I'm going to go for Bologna to beat Swassolo um, at over 2.5 goals at 3-1. to one. Uh, Bologna having a good season at the moment. They've lost just once um, all season um, and that was their very first game of the season against AC Milan. Um, their last three matches as well, we've seen them pick up some great results, but also uh, they've all involved over 2.5 goals. Um, as I said, some of the big results they've had, they've got a draw away at the San Siro against Inter Milan. Um, they've also beaten the likes of Empoli as well, so you know some big some big results there. Um, so I'm going to make I'm going to back them to make it three wins from the last four on the weekend, uh, doing so with over 2.5 goals. So Bologna win against Swassolo at three to one. Uh, that's my pick. Okay, I'm off to the Vitality Stadium as Bournemouth play host of Burnley. The Cherries are still without a league win and have lost each of their last four. The Clarets sit one place above, having lost four of their last five. There's a real lack of quality in both sides at present, and because of this, I cannot see where a winner comes from. Will it be safety first football when neither team can already afford to lose? With this in mind, I'm backing the draw odds of five to two. And of course, check out freebets.com for all the latest offers and enhanced odds from all the leading bookmakers. Right, let's focus on some more Premier League topics now. And first up, we're off to Selhurst Park on Friday night as Crystal Palace play host to Tottenham. Now, Sam, your Magpies dished out a 4-0 defeat to Palace last weekend. Can the Eagles bounce back with a double chance odds of evens? You know what? There's no way I'm backing against Big Ange at this moment in time. You boys will be happy to hear. Good man. Uh, first nine games, obviously, he's broken a record, hasn't he? A Premier League record, 23 points taken. Better than any other manager's ever done in the Premier League, which shows you just how well uh, his uh, start to life at Tottenham has gone. So I just can't back against that sort of form, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'll be going for Spurs. I think they'll be too strong here against Crystal Palace. I think Crystal Palace definitely struggling with a few players missing, a few key players, and definitely in attacking positions as well. So they're just less potent at this moment in time. I think Tottenham will take advantage of that. And I think, yeah, I think it'll be a Tottenham win here in London. Now, Jamie, Spurs have won both their last two league outings without conceding. You can get an away win to nil what odds of... T- 12 to 5. Are you confident enough to back this? Yeah, I think everything kind of suggests that this will be the case and, and Spurs do win to nil here. Um, look, Palace have failed to score in three of the last four matches as well. So I think that's that's definitely worth keeping in mind. Um, they've also scored just seven goals all season. Three of those, just three of those goals came at Selhurst Park as well. So at home, they've not been particularly pr- uh, prolific. You know, we mentioned as well, no Eze, no Elise. I think that's big for them as well. Tottenham, obviously, you know, very good defensive record so far this season. Uh, joint second uh, with Arsenal. We've conceded just eight eight times in nine matches so far this season. So, yeah, I, I think this should be a comfortable win for Spurs. I think they will do it to nil. Uh, so, 12-5 to five sounds good to me. Well, there's little confidence in the Bournemouth and Burnley camps at the moment, as I just referenced. As I said, also, they meet on Saturday. Surely, this is the last chance to lose for Andoni Iriola. Sam, can he buy himself another drink with a home win at odds of 23-20? to 20? Do you know, it's a horrible game, this one, isn't it? I think it's one of them where I can see both teams probably cancelling each other out, to be quite honest with you. I think they've both been very underwhelming. Um, beginning of the season, I was kind of talking Burnley up under Vincent Company, but I've not seen anything that I thought I was going to see from them, to be quite honest with you. That sort of the championship campaign last season. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure on the Bournemouth manager as well. Uh, with Obviously, how they performed under Gary O'Neill last season seemingly performing miracles to keep Bournemouth in the division uh, and look at what he's doing now at Wolves so yeah I think there's going to be 
a case of two sides lacking a lot of confidence. Also conceded a lot of goals recently as well. Um, so it's a, and not scoring many. So I think it's going to be one of them where I can see them cancel each other out. I'll be looking more at the draw five to two. I think. Okay, Jamie. Me and Sam are going for the draw. As we kind of said, neither team wants to lose this game. Burnley were hit for three goals at Brentford last weekend, but could it be under two point five total goals out of nineteen to twenty here? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I think you, I think you're right. I think this is going to end as a draw. I think both teams are going to kind of, kind of be desperate to to stop that run of uh, defeats for Bournemouth. It's four straight defeats for Burnley. Um, it's just took the moment, but obviously they're having a, a really poor season. Uh, Burnley as well. They've only got one win all season. Bournemouth, incredibly, I, I just can't believe they're, they're without a win entirely. So it's just been two really, you know, really poor starts for both of those two teams. So I think that's going to also that mindset of maybe where. They're going to want to avoid defeat. I think that's going to kind of see a lack of goals in this one. I think, you know, you, you're certainly going to see both teams being a bit more reserved, um, you know, looking to try and keep the other team out. And, uh, yeah, as I said, that should kind of filter through to the goals. So, yeah, a draw under 2.5 goals feels very, pretty much fairly nailed on, given, given obviously the logic that we've said so far. So 15 to 4 looks good to me, definitely. OK, let's move forward to North London now as Arsenal host Sheffield United and Sam when it comes to a win for the Gunners what handicap would you be placing before the game? Yeah do you know I found this one a difficult one because obviously when you when you're a Newcastle fan and you saw Newcastle put eight past Sheffield United you know you've got to try and realise that that's a freak result Um, Sheffield United you know they've given good games to some top teams as well obviously Manchester City I think Spurs as well so Difficult one. And what I also find with Arsenal sometimes as well is Arsenal maybe aren't kind of like your Liverpools or your Cities or your Newcastles maybe where they go and absolutely obliterate teams. I think Arsenal are the sort of team that just do the job. They'll win by two or three sometimes, you know what I mean? They'll get the occasional four. But you rarely see Arsenal sort of get to five and sixes. Um, that's something that I've kind of picked up on with Arsenal. But and I think that's probably because they don't have that natural striker, if, if you guess. That number nine, obviously, Jesus was brilliant last night. But obviously, the big thing is with Arsenal, that everyone questions is, do they still need another striker? So, yeah, for me, I think this one, the way I'm looking at it, minus one goals, four to 11. I think that's comfortable if you want to go sort of bigger bets with it. Minus two at evens is sort of where the line, they put the line. I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, I can imagine it happening, but it wouldn't be something that I'd be wholly invested in going in. So, yeah, I think it's one of them where it's a tricky one. I think Arsenal obviously definitely for the win. But how how big a margin do I see them going for? I think they'll win it by two, perhaps three. So, yeah, he could be tempted by minus two at evens. But that's been about as far as I go with it, I think. OK, Jamie, as for Sheffield United, I mentioned the last chance saloon for Iriola just a moment ago. You could say the same for Paul Heckingbottom. Defeat at the weekend would mean one point from 30 on offer. He's currently 7-4 to four to be the first Premier League manager to go. Is that a bet you might be placing? Mm, um, yeah, I think after Arsenal away and maybe losing this one, I think you know this would not be the right time to do it. I think this wouldn't be the time that they're going to pull the trigger. I think they'll probably look at this one and, and maybe have already written it off. Um, so I, I think it's tricky to see him getting sacked after this one. Um, I think, you know, the, the run they have got coming up, though, is, is looking quite good. Obviously, Wolves at home, as we mentioned, could be a tough game. Brighton away, again, maybe another tougher game, but then it gets Bournemouth at home, Burnley away. So some games there that they should be getting some points from. So, 
you know, that's maybe where he might be judged. But then they might also look at it in, in terms of thinking, well, look, we get a new manager in now. This could be the time to, to kind of put a good run together. But I just don't see them sacking a manager after Arsenal away. So, uh, yeah, I probably, I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be backing him to, to go after this game. Uh, Iriola, though, could be an interesting one because, look, they've got a easy, much easier game um, at home to Burnley. And, you know, if they weren't to kind of get the three points there or, you know, or somehow manage to lose that one, then and then he could definitely be the one to go next. So, yeah, Iriola now looks like one to definitely keep an eye on. Indeed. Now, let's stay in London. There's also the West London derby between Chelsea and Brentford. The Blues have picked up seven points from the last nine, but are averaging a goal against. So, Sam, with this in mind, how does a home win but both teams to score or to 12-5 to five, sound to you? Yeah, that's definitely the value bet of the um, possibly the weekend for me, to be quite honest with you. I know only 44% of Chelsea's games this season have been seen both teams scoring, but Brentford have put the 14 goals in the net uh, in their nine games so far this season. I do fancy Chelsea for them at Stamford Bridge. Uh, I think Chelsea are just starting to look good now. Starting to really come into their own. That midfield is definitely clicking. Uh, and yeah, I think they will be too strong for Brentford. But yeah, I do fancy Brentford to get one on the score sheet because I, st- I still see a vulnerable side to Chelsea. Obviously, we saw that against Arsenal last week when they threw away the 2-0 lead. So yeah, for me, I think that's a massive prize, 12-5. to And Jamie, if you're looking at the game from an anytime goal scorer point of view, who are the runners and riders in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go for Cole Palmer here at 12-5. to 5. I mean, he's been in, in great form recently. Now has two goals in his last two appearances. Um, and yeah, just looking like a really good player at the moment. Chelsea obviously picking up as well in terms of form. I think there should be two good here for Brentford. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Cole Palmer at 12-5. to 5. Right, before we move on, I want a correct score bet from you both. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. I just want that outcome spot on. Sam, you're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, so it's obviously something that I mentioned earlier in my long shot, and we're going to talk about this game very shortly as well. But uh, I'm going to be going for Manchester City to win 3-1 against Manchester United at 12-1. Lovely stuff. And Jamie, what correct score are you hoping for? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it would be very weird if, if in consecutive weeks we pick exactly the same <laughs> scoreline. And, um <laughs> Yeah, somehow I've gone for 3-1, 3-1 also win for Manchester City. Obviously, we're gonna, we'll talk about it later in, uh, obviously, the next segment. But yeah, I think Man City should be too good here. I think United maybe might get on the score sheet. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go for a 3-1 win as well. Top work, lads. Check out freebets.com for the best insight and betting tips ahead of this weekend. Right, let's pop up some more Premier League headlines. And first up, we go to Old Trafford as the battle for Manchester commences. Sam, United won the corresponding fixture here last season, but have lost the last three derbies before. What is the tale of the tape before Sunday? Yeah, so you just picked up on it there, obviously. Both teams to score in the last four games. Uh, so both teams will be going for it. Um, obviously, we know how much it means to, the, to both clubs here. Uh, I just think Manchester City ultimately going to be too strong. As I mentioned, but that's four games both teams score. But Manchester City, three of the last four meetings between the sides have seen Manchester City win. So I think they'll carry on that uh, momentum. At the weekend, obviously, I mentioned it before, Manchester United got away with another one in Europe against Copenhagen. Um, they're just not clicking. There's something really not clicking with Ten Hag's team at this moment in time. I'd be straight with you. I, I'm, I'd be surprised. Not surprised. Well, yeah, I probably would be if you last the season, Ten Hag. I've just got a feeling that the United season is just not going to amount to anything. Um, and I think Manchester City, obviously, now, you know, they're looking, obviously, I think they've had their dip. After the treble, I think they've had a dip with Roger being out and I think they'll start to come good now. 
we'll start we'll start in the next sort of five to six games we'll start seeing the real Manchester City uh, team come together again but yeah I do think Manchester City will be really up for this one as well I just think they'll be too strong now, Jamie, you just mentioned a 3-1 win for City. Is part of the reasoning being that City have failed to keep a clean sheet in five of the last six outings? So an away win of both teams to score is 9-4. to four. Is that something that you are going to be backing? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just quite incredible kind of City stats for such a, a, a good team. You know, their defensive record um, has been a bit all over the place. I, I believe they are still the, the, the team with the least goals conceded in the division. But uh, yeah, they conceded six in their last seven matches, which uh, is quite a remarkable stat given how good they have been defensively overall. Um, but look, also United as well. They've been averaging nearly two goals a game at Old Trafford this season, which again is a bit of a surprise given given their kind of form this season. But yeah, they've obviously been good in front of goal at Old Trafford. So uh, yeah, look, they should get on the score sheet here, but ultimately City should be too strong. So uh, City win, both teams scoring, uh, definitely the way to go. Yeah, I guess something else to take into consideration is the suspension of Manuel Akanji. Again, you know, City have got loads of centre-backs. It's not a huge blow, but it might be something that just opens the door slightly for United. But I don't think it's going to be open enough for them to get a draw or three points. So, Sam, if you're looking at the anytime goal-scorer market for the game, what player takes your eye before Sunday? Well, it's got to be um, it's got to be that man, Alvarez. He didn't let me down at the weekend. Obviously, last week, he asked me for a first goal-scorer for Manchester City game, and I went for Alvarez, and he... Yeah, he pulled out the bag at four to one. So Alvarez is stepping up again. He's two to one score anytime. Uh, obviously, pivotal to everything that's been good about City's attack, I'd say, this season. He's been such a key player. And to think he was just, was it 15, 16 million he was signed for? What a bargain that looks now. So, yeah, for me, it's a little large and signed to get on the score sheet at two to one. Yeah, some great value there. And Jamie, if you're looking at the game from a half time, full time point of view, where do you see this one going? Yeah, as I said, I, I think City will be too strong here. I think they will kind of dominate proceedings. Um, yeah, and obviously United as well. They have been struggling recently. Obviously, didn't look great in the Champions League either. Just about got the line against Copenhagen. So, I think there's a City team who are obviously flying at the moment. So, I'm going to go for a straightforward City half-time, City full-time at 7-4. to four. Lovely stuff. West Ham play on Sunday. They're going to look to bounce back after their away defeat to Aston Villa. They play host to Everton. Now, Sam, just evens for the home win offer Sunday value for the Hammers? Yeah, do you know what? I like that, but I also like the look of uh, another bet that involves West Ham, what we said earlier. It was funny, it was West Ham to win in both teams' scores. Was it 3-1, I think, against Olympiacos? I, it's also the same here uh, against Everton. I really fancy this one. So, West Ham to win in both teams to score 3-1 to one for me is going to be the bet on this one. Just looking at it, I think Everton, they're actually putting together... A few more, so, well, I'm, I've seen more from Everton, let's put it that way, than I, I thought I was going to see. Uh, I think West Ham will have a few tired legs. There'll be, there'll be a moment where they'll get caught in the game, I think. Uh, obviously, we've just seen Villa put four past them um, last week as well. So, yeah, I do think West Ham will win. I think with it being at home, I expect them to win. But I do think that Everton are going to have the chances and I think they will take one. And I think that West Ham to win in both teams to score three to one is where I'll be looking at putting my bets. OK, Jamie, we could look at this from another angle, though. What about under 2.5 goals and both teams not scoring? So, you know, that's a 0-0 draw or a 1-0, 2-0 win for either side. When you consider Everton's attacking plight, is this worth consideration at odds of 7-4? Yeah, I think it is. And uh, this this probably would be the way I'd go, actually. Um, Everton have failed to score in half their away games so far this season. 
Um, they also face a West Ham team who I think should have enough quality to win this one. And obviously, they did concede um, you know, a lot of goals last weekend against Aston Villa. But I, I just think that West Ham should be too strong here. I think they can even do it to, uh, to nil. Um, the Hammers themselves, they haven't been particularly prolific goal scorers. Uh, they have failed to score over two goals. Um, in, in their last six uh, league games. So, yeah, I think this one will be a low-scoring game, obviously, as well. They are in Europe as well uh, this week, West Ham. So, yeah, I think they will just about get over the line, but it'll be a 1-2-0 win here. That same afternoon, Aston Villa are at home to Luton. Now, Sam, it does seem as if Luton are starting to find their feet in the Premier League. Can they get something from this game, considering Villa are in Europe themselves? What about the away double chance, odds of 11-4? to four? Yeah, do you know, I just can't see it, unfortunately. Um, the villains are just flying, aren't they? And they're Unai, Unai Emery. 23 goals so far in the league. Shows you just how well they are playing. Everything seems to be clicking. Uh, some of the goals are brilliant as well against West Ham. They're just clinical in that final third at this moment in time. Obviously, having the likes of Leon Bates off the bench as well. Uh, great goal from him at the weekend. But yeah... Diaby and Watkins doing really, really well there. I, I think Villa, unfortunately, are going to be too strong. And yeah, Luton, I think, are going to be on the receiving end of the defeat. Now, Jamie, regardless of the outcome, you can get over 3.5 goals, odds of 6-5. to five. There were five goals at Villa Park last week. Could we see four more at the end of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my only concern with this may be a bit of hangover from that, obviously, that Thursday Conference League game. Um, but then you only have to look at the number of goals they have scored at Villa Park this season. 17 goals in four matches, which, like, that's unbelievable. So you probably would kind of back them to, to do the same again here. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. They will they will get a load, uh, plenty of goals here. So many good attacking players as well. I mentioned earlier in the show, Diaby. Watkins, obviously, again, Douglas Louise, obviously got a brace on the weekend. So, yeah, I, I think that I probably would go with would go with lots of goals here. Um, yeah, especially against the Luton team who have been struggling as well. So, yeah, Villa win and uh, plenty of goals. OK, Brighton are at home to Fulham. Sam, what's the value bet in this one? Yeah, well, you're not going to be surprised there. It's with Brighton to win both teams to score 17 to 10. So, all nine of Brighton games this season, I've had it with both teams scoring. So, that, for me, is an obvious bet to be going in there. Uh, I think Brighton are going to be too strong at home as well. So, yeah, Brighton to win in both seasons to score 17-10 to 10 seems like a pretty obvious bet for me. Good chat. And, Jamie, Liverpool are at home to Nottingham Forest. The same question goes to you. Yep, yeah, I'm going to go for a Liverpool win to nil here at 11-8. to 8. The Reds have been really good uh, defensively, especially at Anfield. They conceded just twice uh, this season. Meanwhile, Forest... Uh, they scored just four times on their travel so far. Uh, Forest as well. They're also without a win um, in in any of their last five matches. Jurgen Klopp's team, of course, getting that win, a pretty comfortable win in the Merseyside derby in their last outing. So I think they should be good enough for the win here um, and to do it to nil. So 11 to 8 here. OK, it's time for our final bit of business. It's the odds on threefold. We all pick a leg each. We combine it into an acca. We try and go for bets over one to two, but less than evens. And let's see if we can get another winner over the line. Sam, you're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, so it's that game we just talked about. It's going to be Brighton versus Fulham. Both teams to score, yes. And for the exact reason that I just said, um, basically, Brighton, all nine of their games this season have seen both teams scoring. And I think Fulham, I've definitely got enough to get a goal against Brighton this weekend. And you've got to fancy Brighton to get on the score sheets at home as well. Fantastic. Jamie, what have you got up your sleeve? Yeah, I'm going to go for a comfortable Arsenal win uh, over Sheffield United. I'm going to back them to do it to nil um, at 8-11. to 11. Sheffield United, they've scored just four times 
on their travels this season and obviously have been really poor. Um, I think just one point all season. So, yeah, comfortable win here for, for the Gunners. So, uh, Arsenal wins to nil at 8-11. to 11. Now, I'm off to Old Trafford as Manchester United play host to Manchester City. I know they say that the form book goes out the window in situations such as this, but I've seen nothing from United that excites me in terms of backing them. They've been riding their luck in the last couple of weeks, even in midweek against Copenhagen. But you look at the wins over Sheffield United and Brentford as well. That luck cannot last forever. And in my opinion, Manchester City are going to be far too strong in their bid for local bragging rights. And I'm backing the away win odds of 7-10. to 10. Right, that brings us to full time, so I just need to do the admin before we wrap up. As mentioned before, if any of these bets take your fancy, make sure to visit the free bets website. And now, for the final time, I need to thank my duo of top guests. Sam, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I hope you enjoyed that one and all of your time with me. Been an absolute pleasure, boys. Um, yeah, sad this will be the last time. Hopefully, who knows, our paths will cross again. we we'll do something like this again. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, boys doing this we've had some decent winners down the years as well so well done yeah top work guys thanks ever so much sam and jamie you've been my og since day one so thanks for your time and showing your betting insights with me across many months and years yeah my pleasure dan and uh, obviously some f- fantastic episodes obviously some some big winners obviously some some great memories obviously i remember craig shout of japan doing well in the world cup obviously fantastic following them obviously i remember upsetting everton fans in our first season doing this but uh yeah so lots of good memories but uh yeah yeah been a pleasure and uh, looking forward to the weekend's action thanks jamie thanks ever so much and i just want to say thanks ever so much to free bets for letting us talk football for god knows how long it's been an absolute pleasure all projects come to an end and this one has come to an end for us but it's not with you know any ill will heavy heart perhaps but we've loved doing it so thank you ever so much to free bets it's been an absolute blast and with that said it just leaves me to say that my name's dan tracy this was the odds on podcast there's no next time Goodbye.